Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Celtic Down Under. My name is Laura and I'm joined by Liam for yet another World Cup preview, this time covering the third group of this series in Group C. It's Mexico. Um, A a World Cup stalwart of sorts, I have to say. But uh, Liam, thank you for joining me. Yeah, thank you. Um, If if the form guide maintains itself, we can safely bet that Mexico are going to get knocked out in the the last 16. Well... (laughs) I was going to say, when you say um, consistent, that usually seems, uh, you know, like a like a a compliment of sorts. And I suppose mm-hmm. it is, considering as we said in a previous um, previous uh, you know video that as Scottish people we can't really have a go at anybody just because they consistently get knocked out in the last sixteen of the World Cup. But yeah. um, let's just look at that exactly right. So. I've got the, the, the World Cup history in front of me here for Mexico. Mm. They, um, they, were at, they got to the group stage in 1930, did not qualify for the next couple of World Cups. Group stage every time between 1950 and 1966, inclusive quarterfinals in 1970 and 1986 was their best performances, with another mm. group stage exit at uh, Argentina in 1978. They weren't at uh, Germany in 1974 or Spain in 1982. However, between 1994 and 2018, so every World Cup between uh, USA 94 and 2018 inclusive, they have reached the round of 16. Um, Apart from anything else, it makes it kind of almost a bit of a chip on the shoulder of other teams if they even draw Mexico in the group because you can almost guarantee that the number of qualifying places is down to one then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that I mean Poland have been supremely unlucky with this group because they've got Argentina who are the best you know, one of the best in the world. And then they've got Mexico who are almost certain to qualify in second place because they mm-hmm. always do. Um and uh, yeah, I think that, that 
the Mexico-Poland match is going to decide who goes through in this group behind Argentina, I think. But uh, mm -hmm. Mexico are also, you know, they've got that potential to give Argentina problems mm -hmm. as well. So an interesting team to look out for. Um, and also interesting to note that you mentioned they, they got to the last eight twice. But on both those occasions, they were hosting the tournament. So that as they, as they could will be, be a factor. As yeah. they will be jointly at the next World Cup with, I believe, uh, Canada and the USA. Um, mm. So it's going to be interesting to see how that affects them. But this World Cup, they had to earn their way there. Um, speaking of which, as consistent as they are in getting to the World Cup and performing well while they are there, um, they, they aren't entirely consistent in the way in which they get there. I mean, you look at this, uh, the standings here. They came second to Canada. Canada, who, by the way, had to qualify via um, a round one in the CONCACAF qualifications that includes, you know, a, a number of smaller nations. So Canada had to go to, through an extra qualifying phase to get there and then topped Mexico in the group. Um, they Obviously, it's only on, on, on goal difference, or I'm not exactly sure how they how they work out. By the looks of it, it is goal difference that they do it on... Um, Canada having 16 and Mexico having nine, but both ending on 28 points. Only lost two matches, Mexico. So perhaps, you know, they're 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 going to be fine. But when you look at that that table, they they came second to Canada, but they did beat USA and and Costa Rica, who are both performing at the World Cup. Does that does that stand them in good stead? Do you think for, you know, what what their expectations are or what their chances are going into this World Cup? I do think that is something that Mexico don't get enough credit for, actually, is getting to the World Cup as often as they do, because that American qualifying group is not easy. Because if you look at all of those top eight teams, with I think the exception of El Salvador, every one of them has played in the World Cup fairly recently. Yeah. So you've got seven teams there that are all expecting to at least possibly qualify. Um Whereas when we look at European groups, if it's like a five-team group, you pick out two, maybe three, that have a realistic chance of qualifying. The others mm -hmm. are also rands. Yeah. Um, there, there are no also rands in that group. So it's uh, it's really um, it's a tough task, and Mexico did well, especially considering that Canada pretty much came from nowhere. They've only emerged in the last maybe two or three years as uh, a formidable team and it'll be interesting to actually dive into that a bit more when we profile Canada later on. Indeed uh, it's a lot down to their manager I think and obviously the the undeniable talents of, of Bayern Munich star Alfonso Davies but we will get into that um, in due course. Going back to Mexico um, let's just have a look at their fixtures. Obviously in the previous videos if you haven't seen them we've already covered uh, Argentina and Saudi Arabia from this group but we like to we like to break down the sequence of fixtures for each team just to see if that affects as it can do um the potential outcomes of the group so looking at Mexico here um they're they're obviously kicking off against Poland they've they've kind of got a, a hump to go over in terms of the middle fixture against Argentina and then they're closing out against what's arguably the easiest closing fixture any team has in that group in Saudi Arabia um looking at it from Mexico's point of view as we're doing right now how does that how does that favor for you that obviously um the search engine that I'm using is suggesting that they are favorite favorites to win in two of those matches do you agree with that um, 
Yeah, but I think against Poland, they are only perhaps slight favourites. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they will finish second in this group, but that Mexico-Poland game, the opening game, you know, it's on the same day that Argentina plays Saudi Arabia. And obviously, yeah. Argentina-Saudi is the big box office one that everyone's going to want to watch to see, are Argentina going to turn up like we hope they are? Um, but for the context of the group, the Mexico-Poland game is a fascinating game because I think if either team loses that, they're in trouble. Um, Probably more immediately for Mexico because they play Argentina next. And if they lose to Poland, it could then be, oh God, if we we don't even get a draw with Argentina, we're out. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas... uh, if they can take at least a point with Poland, even if Argentina give them a kick in, as I think they might well do, um, they've still got the reassurance of, well, we play Saudi Arabia last, yeah. and uh, that should be a shooty in one. So, um, <laughs> I really hope we turn out to be right about Saudi Arabia because they could seriously yeah. embarrass us here. Um, just, just for clarity's sake, when I say shooty in one, I mean scoring lots of goals. I don't mean a firing squad, okay? Just so we're clear. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, right, let's move on from that as quickly as possible. Um, so we've looked at the group fixtures. Um, what I wanted to do as well is have a look at the um, at the squad and at the potential standout players from that squad. Now, I'll tell you something for a laugh. Uh, trying to find, trying to find a blinking World Cup squad full list for any team is no joke. That's no. why you've probably not seen them on this, uh, these preview shows as yet, because these are the first preview shows we've done since a lot of the teams have confirmed their squads. But this, I believe, uh, don't hold me to ransom here. This, I believe, is the um, is the final uh, list for the Mexico squad. You've got players like Guillermo Ochoa, one of those famous players who um, has 129 caps for Mexico. I'll be damned if I can tell you what club team he plays for, even though it's written there right in front of me. Um, You've got uh, Hector Moreno, another stalwart of um, World Cup's past. Um, You've got some more high-profile players like George Sanchez of of Ajax, Edson Alvarez of Ajax as well. Um, Lots of European-based players as you go further down into the group. Raul Jimenez, not least uh, one of the most famous ones playing in the Premier League for Wolves. And Irving mm. Lozano, another um, sort of potentially very um, lethal strike partner for, for Jimenez, uh, who plays for Napoli at present. Looking at that team there, Liam, um, mm. who stands out for you? Anybody I've mentioned, anybody I haven't mentioned that you think could have a, a potentially um, big impact for Mexico at this World Cup? I mean, um, it speaks to the uh, the importance of good scouting. That there's two Ajax players there, doesn't it? Absolutely, you know? absolutely, uh, and, uh, uh, and a PSV player as well. I have to say, Edson Alvarez especially is a, is a player that he's not a glamorous player by any stretch of the imagination, but he is a fantastic workhorse to have in that middle of the park, and he does chip in with goals from time to time. If anything I've seen from Ajax is anything to go by, so I think uh, he could be a big factor for them. I mean, Lozano is the one that excites me just because Napoli have been absolutely on fire in Europe so far this season. Yeah. What they did what they did to Liverpool and then following up with what they did to Rangers twice. Um, it was, uh, yeah, they really... Um, 
Napoli are a very exciting team, and he seems to be the guy that makes them tick. Um, I haven't seen that much of Mexico, but the thought of him and Raul Jimenez in the same attack is is mouthwatering. It really is. Yeah, and I think it's 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 good to look at the squads in this way because you can rely. <clears throat> I think as somebody who's been doing these shows now for a little bit. You can rely on your historic knowledge of a, a of a team and of a, a squad when sometimes it has very little bearing on what's actually happening in the present day. So it is good to look at the squad and see, no, they do have the firepower, they do have the the defensive um, experience, they do have the, the work rate in the midfield to actually make themselves a problem. I have to say, if I'm any team at the World Cup, I'm not wanting to come up against Mexico. No. No, Mexico are one of those teams, um, a bit like Denmark at the at the last Euros, in the sense that nobody really fancies them to win it, but nobody wants to play them either, you know, um, because they're a team that on their day could give anybody a game. Um, yeah. And I really think uh, this is exciting. Um, I uh, I just hope that they can get past round two because it's um. World, World Cups need more teams like Mexico in them, you know. They're, a, they're usually a really good team to watch. Fantastic fans, fantastic atmosphere, fantastic um, philosophy to the game. Uh, I, I, I like Mexico. I, I, I really I really like Mexico. <laughs> yeah, and as, as, um, as a kit connoisseur as you are, mm. I just want to pull this absolute beauty up for you. <laughs> this is going to be a Campos goalie top, isn't it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, this this is going to be a much more contemporary um, um, mm. version. Um, this absolute beauty, the the Mexico. Oh. I have to say, this is uh, now. It might be a bit marmite for some people. It is possibly my favourite kit at the World Cup this year. I love it. Do you know it's a funny one because it it grew on me. Um, I first saw it and I thought it's all right, but I much prefer the Japan kit, and I duly ordered the two Japan kits. The but Japan then, kits, by the way, are top three for me as well. I think they're oh, yeah. excellent. Um, I um, still it was quite funny that, that Celtic decided to start selling a red, white, and blue shirt on the day we played Rangers, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but. Anyway, back to this Mexico shirt. Um, I actually, uh, for uh, at the time of recording, it's uh, three days until my birthday, and mm-hmm. I actually decided to treat myself by ordering a few football tops. Excellent. And this, and this Mexico shirt was one of them. Um, from from an entirely reputable site, I'm sure. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, China's yeah. finest. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, and by the way, folks, I am not uh, disparaging Liam for taking that action because I have he is now responsible for me wasting insane amounts of my uh, disposable income uh, on said site. By the way, uh, for the Brazil uh, preview video, I have a stonker of a shirt that I got off that site. Not a Brazil shirt, but a Brazil star. But we'll keep it to we'll keep it to then. Uh, to All right, you know. Um, any last words on Mexico before we head on to talk about Poland in the next video? Um, yeah, I just uh, 
as I say, I've got a lot of time for them, the way the Mexico play football. I've got a lot of time for their fans. Um, one of the great stories of the last World Cup was when South Korea knocked out Germany. And do you remember the, the video of the wee Korean guy being tossed in the air by all the Mexicans? <laughs> I mean, but, th- but this is the thing about World Cups. Like, Aye. The world can be a strange and horrible place at times. Mm. To see a wee Korean guy celebrating his team winning and a bunch of Mexican supporters seeing fit to raise him in the air and celebrate that with him, you don't get that in any other... You don't get that at an Olympics, you don't get it at Wimbledon, you don't get it at the Ryder Cup. It's 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 a thing in and of itself that I just think is so magical. This, this is why, you know, for all the controversy surrounding the fact that this World Cup is being played when it is and where it is, um, I'm still going to watch every game, and I, yeah. I love it, I, I, and I make no apologies for it. Look, if you're one of the people that wants to make a political point and not watch any of the games, more power to you. Go ahead and do it. Good luck to you. No disrespect to you whatsoever, but I love the World Cup too much. I know it's a it's a capitalist cash cow of a complete mess having it in Qatar, but do you know what? I don't care. I'm going to watch and, and, it. And, uh, you know, we could go into this at, at great detail, and I'm sure we will at some point during the World Cup, because if you don't know, guys, we are planning to do uh, reviews of some description, um, possibly not every match day, but certainly at various points throughout the World Cup. We will probably discuss uh, these, these factors as the tournament's going on. But I have to say, <clears throat> there's a bit of me that thinks absolutely, you know, make your stance... Uh, do whatever you want to do. But I also feel that if you start pulling at that particular thread, there are a lot of things in your life that you couldn't do because of the who they're backed by, where they're manufactured, you know, all that kind of thing. And it's not a, it's not an excuse to bury your head in the sand, but I just think I don't know. I think there's there's inconsistencies in some people's worldviews that that may mean that they're not thinking fully through what they're talking about. And I think the healthiest way is to draw attention to the World Cup and talk about the issues while you're taking it in. And because I'm sure, if if anything I've seen uh, so far, and I, I encourage anybody to watch uh, or to listen to a great um, documentary by Kate Mason for the Football Ramble, she's done a series of podcasts in the lead up to the World Cup talking about the impact of the World Cup on Qatar and its people. Um, I think that I think the best way to bring things out of the shadows is to shine a light on them and that's exactly what this World Cup's doing. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, I uh I I I totally agree with that. And I think that this this series you've recommended I'll have to check it out because I'm particularly interested to hear more of the the female fans' perspective on it. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to say, oh I don't care, I just want to watch the football. You know, I am a a straight guy, right? I can go to a place like Qatar and not be not be bothered. Whereas if I was gay or a woman or another minority, another visible minority, I'd be in trouble. You know? Oh, and by the way, that that British politician, I can't even remember his name, and even if I did, I wouldn't give him the credit. Mm. To say to gay football fans, go to the World Cup, but don't be gay for the <laughs> for the number the amount of time that you're there. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying don't respect the laws and the culture of the place that you're going to. I understand that as a as a concept, but you know, the guy just didn't know what he was talking about, basically. 
No, I mean the other the, the, the other thing about that is that you know I you know it is almost as equally culturally offensive if I started making out with my wife in front in public in Qatar. This is the you thing. Know. This is the yes. thing. Nobody say. I, I don't think you have to say. Don't be gay. Don't be. Don't. Don't be homosexual. Don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. The culture over there is, if you want to put it this way, public displays of affection of any description are frowned upon. Yeah. And so everybody should follow that for the amount of time that they're there. But I mean, listen, you and I are in a position where um, we are not the, the demographic that is most affected by that. So perhaps we're not the right people to talk about that, but we have to shine a light on it nevertheless. Um right. It's gone off on a bit of a tangent, so I'll bring it back to Mexico just to close More out. The <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about the consistency of them getting to the last 16. Is this the mm. World Cup where they break that particular trait and get a little bit further, um, even if even if winning it's off the cards? I hope so. I hope yeah. so. And I, and, I, and I think it is possible because there's a fair chance they'll get a European team in the last 16. And as we talked about with Saudi Arabia the conditions being what they are in Qatar are going to favour teams that are more adapted to warmer climates. And Mexico, not quite as hot as Qatar, but it's a pretty pretty desert, mostly desert country, if I believe. I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, pretty hot, pretty dry. Um, equatorially, I think, probably similarly aligned to Qatar. Um, so, you know, that might work in their favour because if... You're, uh, asking, you're asking me about ge- geography, Liam, and anybody who knows me knows that um, I can't find my way from, from the north of Glasgow across the Kingston Bridge and over the river, so listen. But you I, I used to love boasting about how I come from a family of very, very well-educated people. But then when I was living in Hong Kong and there was an earthquake in Japan, the amount of texts I got from families saying, are you all right? I was like, um, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I mean, there, there's, more than, there's more than simply the geographical inaccuracy of that that we could go into, but let's, right, let's right. not... Let's not um, d- degrade any of your family or friends <laughs> by, by pulling on that particular thread. It was well-intentioned, I believe it I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Um, thank you very much for joining me, Liam. Uh, we wish Mexico all the best at the World Cup. One of the trickiest uh, opponents I think you can have. Um, uh, but my God, they'll be dressed smartly while they're doing it. Oh, yes. Uh, catch you again for the Poland review next. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.